Hi. Hey, hello, AB. I just got up to get water and my uh, my dog had stepped in her bowl <laughs> and spilled the entire bowl all over the floor. Uh. <laughs> Are those uh, paintings for your daughter? Yeah, oh, yeah, paints. Some are for my daughter. This one, it, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Jurassic Park. We've made living biological attractions so astounding that they'll capture the imagination of the entire planet. The most phenomenal discovery of our time. How'd you do this? Becomes the greatest adventure of all time. Can I touch it? Sure. Well, Regis, we're here today to talk about Jurassic Park landmark film. Uh, it was released on June 9th, 1993, and it pioneered CGI. So it did that in visual effects and blockbuster movies. Uh, it was directed by Steven Spielberg and brought dinosaurs to life for the, for the first time on the big screen. Uh, it made $914 million at the box office and kind of like spearheaded the use of CGI and visual effects in like big budget movies. To create the dinosaurs, Spielberg worked with Industrial Light and Magic, which was George Lucas's visual effects team. Uh, the CGI team, which was led by a guy named Dennis Murin, created dinosaurs that looked incredibly lifelike, moved naturally, and blended almost seamlessly into live action scenes with human actors. The impressive Tyrannosaurus Rex and Brachiosaurus in particular left audiences and awe. Ariana, even though you knew that all of those dinosaurs were just kind of models and everything, were there any times when they're a bit scary close up? Yeah, there, there were a few times when I was shooting on the set, they're just so real. And, and really the dinosaurs, they're actually there with us almost the whole time. And they're really like alive creatures right there with you, living and breathing creatures. And some of them are so scary. Like they're not even hard to be scared of, like the T-Rex. And there's this one scene of the T-Rex I always remember um, so vividly as being even frightening to film because it was just so real it was um, when I'm in the car with Joe Mazzello and we have that um, plastic bubble over us which is the top of the Jeep and the T-Rex is over us and it's crashing down on top of us and we're screaming and it's it's biting this plastic thing and it was so scary it was actually biting it there and it left teeth marks on it oh no so those were real screams yeah, it wasn't too hard. <laughs> Beyond the visuals, the Jurassic Park delivered a sense of wonder and scientific possibility. The story explores the ethics of genetic engineering and tampering with nature. Some great Jeff Goldblum quotes in that movie about it. The all-cast star included him, Sam Neill, Laura Dern, Richard Attenborough, and kind of brought a lot of humanity to the science-focused film. Uh, 25 years later, it's considered a science fiction classic and a milestone in computer-generated uh, imagery. Uh, the visual effects paved the way for CGI to become standard in blockbusters, allowing films to transport audiences to different times and worlds. The influence of Jurassic Park lives on in the ever-improving CGI and visual effects we see today. I just wanna say, I watched the movie last night thinking it was gonna look like CGI from 1993. It doesn't. It's the best dinosaur move ever made. And the visual effects from the original movie, it's better than 
the new ones. It is better than new ones. I mean, admittedly, I haven't seen the new ones. <laughs> Which is yeah. probably, I probably shouldn't have admitted that, right? I only watched the one. I did read all three of the books. So I feel like that counts for something. Oh, yeah. Retired because I, I saw the new movies, but I didn't read the books. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I think it was one of those uh, those nerdy things. I used to I used to work for a company where like uh, we sent out boxes of stuff, uh, boxes of like uh, geek related, like pop culture stuff. And one year or one month, we did an entire Jurassic Park box and had all three of the books. So I got to take all three of them home and read them. So what is it about the imagery in the first one you think that was better than the ones that came after it? First of all, Jurassic Park is one of my favorite books ever. It's yes. one of, of my it's on my top three list. Yes. Uh, Great. Yeah. I think yeah, I, I really having like you on for this. <laughs> yeah. The first one. Just the first one. The others. The two it's more or less. Three. Cool. Then you, yeah, cool, but none beats the first. Uh, it's hard to beat uh, the original idea anyway, but in terms of visual effects, I think it, it was uh, a peak of the visual effects those times uh, because we were coming from the 80s where it was all, all, all how how do you pronounce prosthetics? Oh, prosthetics. Yes, yeah. prosthetics. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was like uh, if you need to to make a dinosaur movie, you would use toys and miniatures and yeah, made of clay, so you can move them and stop motion things. Uh, and when they started filming Jurassic Park, uh, they would use those techniques. They hired the best guy in stop motion ever to do with stop motion. But someone told Steven Spielberg, you should look at CGI. And he was like, uh, I'm not sure. When he started the film, he wasn't planning on using CGI? Yeah, he's not, he was not planning that. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. But they presented those CGI guys to to Steven Spielberg, and he was very impressed by what they could do. But the, the real trick was that they merged these two, two techniques of CGI and real things, real replicas of the dinosaurs. So they did have the giant robot, robot that was the T-Rex. Uh, so they mixed those, these two techniques together and the result is, is the best thing that they ever did with, with dinosaurs. I'm thinking of the, the scene where um, Sam Neill is laying on the Triceratops and it just looks so lifelike that it's, you know, it's breathing. And he's moving with it. Um, that was not CGI. Was it robot and CGI? 
I guess that one was just a robot. No CGI. Well, it looked real, whatever they did. It was a very convincing robot. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, if I recall correctly, uh, people were uh, on the underground using uh, uh, oh, wow. something to go up and down, <laughs> up and down, to simulate the, the briefing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, but um, there are other other things that that make this movie great. Uh, they they film it in a different screen ratio, more vertical okay. than wide. It was yeah. not the class the normal wide screen of the time. It was more vertical because they want to to get the sense of the height of the dinosaurs. So oh, that wow. adds a lot to to the to the move. The the new moves don't don't have that touch, that that finesse to to do something like that. The new are the new ones shot in widescreen? Yes. Yeah. Instead of full screen? Unfortunately. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Especially, I yeah, mean, but, if, you're, if you want to make somebody feel really like engulfed in what they're viewing, make it bigger. That's yes. a that's a really cool tidbit of information about that. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, what what I think they did to to make it real was playing with the screen format, so it would give you a sense of height. And that's a nice trick. The other thing is that they didn't did all in CGI. It was a mix of things, and a real robot still looks more real than CGI to this day, right? Yeah. Uh, I guess that the last move that I really appreciate the visual effects it was Matrix One. Uh, and I some, was gonna say, I was gonna bring up the Matrix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the second movie introduces introduced more CGI and doesn't look looks real at all. Yeah. Uh, there are some some movies that I really like the visual effects, but they are done not with CGI. There are practical effects. Uh, Inception, for example. That that scene where the room is spinning, yeah. they really built a room and made it to spin, and the actors were actually spinning inside yeah. that. That's crazy. They are doing all with CGI, and I don't think the the latest moves seem real. They feel like surreal. Yes, yes. So, like when I think of things that are like. I guess I'm specifically thinking of like a lot of like the Marvel and DC movies or things yes. that are like really big, explosive, action-y, um, where it's almost like it's it feels overdone because of the amount of CGI that's in there versus the amount of like real action that's happening. But you're right. It's like it's almost yeah. it's too crisp. It's too perfect. It doesn't leave a lot of room for the imagination. It's kind of like throwing it in your face. Yeah, so, something that's funny. Sometimes I, 
I see some TV in my store or something, and they get that perfect image there, and I say, what? Reality yeah. is not so crispy, so this is this doesn't <laughs> look surreal because I don't see that sharpie. I mean, right. when when you see a, a a forest from the distance, like we see in Jurassic Park, uh, it's like a, a mess up, uh, some a little bit blur, yeah, and all that green. But if you look the new movies, you see like too crispy. It's it doesn't feel real to me. It doesn't feel. I mean, if you look at a forest with the breeze blowing through it, the trees kind of mm-hmm. like blend and move back and forth. It doesn't. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. It doesn't. It looks. I don't know if saying too real to be real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess that could be saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of how it feels. Where it's almost it's uh, it's overdone. And and there's another thing yet that makes the first move great, which is the way they tell the history. Uh, mm-hmm. It's beyond the dinosaurs, because yeah. I guess the movie is two and something hours length. Yeah. And like two hours and ten minutes or something, yeah, which I didn't yeah, realize yeah. it when I started at eight thirty last night. <laughs> yeah, and, and on that time you have fifteen minutes of dinosaurs, where you can see dinosaurs. Fifteen minutes, because that's it. Yes, wow. because the 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 how they tell the history, it's it's important. It's more important than than showing the the actual dinosaur. For example, uh, I think the the main antagonist in that move are the Velociraptors, because yes. yeah, the first scene where where there's a caged dinosaur, it mm-hmm. it seems to be a Velociraptor, and then when they get to some Neo doing the excavation, and he's talking about Velociraptors. The kids say, "Oh, that's not scary. It lo- it looks like a big turkey." And he yeah. goes, "No, look at that that cloud. <laughs> yeah, here's how they they hunt you. Uh, you think you are looking for for the main predator, then whew, comes other two from, and you are not seeing them. So they started to prepare." things for for velociraptors and then the second scene is when uh, they get to the park and they will feed a velociraptor that's too aggressive downing a cow to yeah. to the cage and that mess rah, 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 rah. okay there's something dangerous in there that's uh, not a turkey that's not a six foot turkey yeah yeah <laughs> and and when you finally get that scene where, where the guy that is like a hunter in the movie, who was like going to shut down a velociraptor, and you already know because the the film prepare you prepare you do you for that. Yeah. That is not that easy. Where is the other velociraptors? There's you remember the yeah yeah. So <laughs> clever girl. Yeah. <laughs> 
I also like the uh, the scene where uh, what is it? It's not a uh, the ones that have the Dilophosaurus, I guess. Yes, where it sprays. I'm not, I'll never remember the actor's name. He's the guy who played Newman and Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recall. I, I recall the name of the character. Uh, it was Dennis Nedry. Yeah. And, and I was, I, the, the guy who was the boss in CGI was Dennis Mur- Murray yeah. Murder. And, uh, okay, Joe Dennis. Dennis, yeah, Dennis Miran. Yeah, then, and uh, I thought there is a joke hidden here because Hammond says to Dennis, "Our lives is in our hands, and you are letting it drop." And yeah. it was more or less the situation of the movie with this other Dennis that the movie was in his hands to to be successful <laughs> because i don't i you know yeah i mean there, I, I don't think that there's a way that this movie would have been what it was if it hadn't been for the cgi like it would have been a yeah. really good interesting story but it was like the realism that that cgi brought to yeah. it that really that made was it. something yeah that was really something I was like, uh, I, I like dinosaurs when I was a kid. And I have watched some movies that they have dinosaurs. There was a TV show, uh, The Missing Link. I'm not sure if it's called like that in the US, but well, there were, there were dinosaurs and they were moving like tick, 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 that kind of <laughs> movement. And I, I was not that excited to see the last part. And I was like, I see how it goes. The dinosaur appears and is tick, 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 tick. Yeah. <laughs> but it was not. It was not. I, re- I was really impressed that uh, they did it. Yeah. With the smooth, the smoothness of it, the natural look to it. Yeah. And especially yeah. to make them, um, feel and act as big as they were like um have you ever seen a dinosaur like a full put together dinosaur uh like from like a museum a, i cannot remember i can't think of the word like in a museum or something you know yes whole, yes yeah yeah sure there's a there's a museum in chicago that has a full scale Tyrannosaurus Rex and it is I can't imagine I can't imagine having something that size running towards you yeah Um, yeah and they made it feel real in this movie like you can imagine yourself yeah yeah that terrifying yeah yeah that first scene where the T-Rex appears is just amazing and yeah. the, the the jaw when it's crushing the goat, yeah. that, that big jaw that's amazing. Uh, by the way, that 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 was not CGI either. It was the robot. Uh, really? 
Yes, and and when it it goes to to grab the car with the kids, yeah. uh, it was not supposed to break the window, but the dinosaur, the robot, goes to down, and in that scene, <laughs> it, they break the window. The kids are really scared <laughs> because they did not expect that. Well, if not, if you're not afraid of something that looks like a dinosaur, you're afraid of uh, a set accident, a move set accident. So you're afraid anyway. And in that scene, if you watch that in, in slow motion, you see that one tooth of the dinosaur flies, flies away <laughs> with the impact. I might have to, I might have to rewatch that. That whole sequence, it's, Sometimes I, I guess that when they film the 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 foot of the dinosaur from from the back, and it's like on the mud and mm-hmm. spreads the mud. That was CGI. That was CGI. So it's a mix, a perfect mix of CGI and and reality. That's really and, cool. Yeah. I've been thinking about that. We just were in a meeting, yeah. right? And we were talking about uh, using AI and growing fast and yeah. losing the the human touch that's needed. Yeah. Uh, because our real people, real clients, real freelancers. Yeah. So I I, I thought of 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 that like. Uh, I think we're using too much CGI and doesn't feel feels real. Back then, they got to to mix two techniques at at it, it best and got the best result results. And yeah. I, I was thought I was think of that like I'm a programmer. We have a lot of AI tools to help us. I use GitHub Autopilot. But I'm concerned about that. I'm concerned because we need to, to keep the finesse, the human touch. There needs to be a balance. We, <laughs> I yeah. Think that, yeah. Yeah. We need to mix techniques. We need yeah. to mix in artificial intelligence with natural intelligence, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I feel uh, the same way when I, you know, when I use, you know, chat GPT and Claude for helping with writing. Um, nobody wants to hear what a robot has to say. You know, it doesn't, you can tell when a robot has written something. And for me, it's like, how do you find that balance between, you know, like using the tools that are available and mixing that human element with it, which I think, yeah, was along the lines of what you're saying and along the lines of why this movie was so great is because it found that good balance and maybe that's because there was no there was no precedent before it you know there were no other movies doing this so you know whether it was you know i didn't realize that the dinosaurs were only in there for 15 minutes so maybe that was like a a cost thing like how much did cgi cost in the early 90s probably a a lot more than it does today um yeah so maybe that balance was more uh, based on, I guess, the, the construction around everything else. Yeah. 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 
football. You know, early, earlier today, I was coming back home because I, I took my kids to school and my wife to, to a course he, he, she is doing. And when I was going back because of the traffic, I opened up ways mm-hmm. and checked for, for the best route. But I look at that and, and I thought to myself that all that you don't use, it atrophies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm concerned with that, that we keep using technology and I, AI things too much and where it goes our brain capacity to to have critical thinking to to exercise our memory and our capability to to find solutions outside the box so i i i don't really like to use ways too much because man i don't i'm not even looking where i am i'm just looking at the screen and where is my capability to to develop my my spatial my my, my uh, yeah. spatial vision and yeah. so what I usually do I I open the ways I see the route I check, double check see there's anything better and then I, I'll close I'll close it and okay I I have enough information let me drive let me drive and and be aware of things around me, things like that. That's been a challenge for me having, like I, I moved to a new new city, new state. I moved 1500 miles away from where I was living and I still don't know how to get places. Yeah. You know, I've been yeah. living here, it'll be a year this weekend. And I am still like, oh, I took a wrong turn. I guess I'm learning a new way to get there today. But it's because I'm so reliant on pulling up Google Maps and just setting it and having it tell me where to go. Yeah, yeah. And, yes. you know, 20 years ago, we didn't have Google Maps and we still made it places without a problem. So it's being too reliant on that technology and not enough of the human element that I need. Yeah. yeah. Well, not that 20 years ago, we get to reach any place without a problem. There was a lot yeah. of problems. <laughs> We would get lost. We wouldn't find find the address. It's not so easy talking yeah. when when you really remember what we how we drive back in the days. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, I think there's always going to be a balance. Uh, it's probably up to it's up to us. I don't know if it's up to us. It's up to. I don't know, maybe it is up to all of us to kind of like keep that balance in mind as, you know, computers become more of a part of everyday life and especially yeah. AI and how much that's growing. This kind of things is a yeah. good exercise because it's not about technique and skills. Yeah. It's about art. You have the, you have, you got to exercise art and the art of living and the art of thinking. Yeah. And, and and I guess that that what Jurassic Park has more than the new moves. Better art. Better more handcrafted 
things. Yes. Like there's more thought put into it uh, on a lot of different levels that aren't just the graphics. I think that's a perfect note to end on. Um, <laughs> I think it is. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so glad that I'm so glad I didn't even know that Jurassic Park was one of your top three movies. You've opened my eyes about a lot of things. This is awesome. Thanks for coming on today. <laughs> my pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Frontier Podcast powered by Gun.io. We drop two episodes per week, so if you like this episode, be sure to subscribe on your platform of choice and come hang out with us again next week and bring all your internet friends. If you have questions or recommendations, just shoot us a Twitter DM at the Frontier Pod, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Frontier Podcast, produced by Gun.io. We're the only freelancing platform where engineers actually go to hire other engineers. If you want to learn more about how to hire or freelance with us, head over to Gun.io and get in touch. Let us know you heard the podcast and we'll pay for your first 10 hours with a kick-ass engineer.